Welcome to the Arizona Sports Diaspora podcast. I am Ethan in Atlanta. With me from Austin is Jeremy, and from Phoenix is Tyler. Say hello, gentlemen. Hi. We've been gone since December 3rd was the last podcast. This is the first podcast of 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, I don't think Larry David would approve of you saying (laughs) Happy New Year on the 17th. Um, We often go dark during the holidays uh, because we are with each other (laughs) and having the conversation that we would be having on the podcast, but just with each other. Um, And so uh, sorry for being gone for so long, but I also was thinking um, that we didn't like do any kind of like emergency pod during the good times, you know, the Wildcats win the Alamo bowl, you know, uh, the, uh, Arizona basketball team is number one in the country. We don't like, we don't have the podcast for triumphs. We have the podcasts to commiserate. I, I was thinking about like, you know, we lost our coach. And so now we have to talk. Well, you know, you know how we could have, you know how you can get like an audio book. Yeah. We could have like just an, an audio read through of the Slack channels during the yeah, during so the moment of triumph, yeah, yeah, that's true. We do we do celebrate on the Slack channel, but the podcast tends to be a place for wallowing. So, I was thinking to myself, uh, you know, I I study film and media. I'll reach out to Nicole Kidman. Maybe she could do us one of those uh, <laughs> videos, like the AMC one. We come to this place, you know, she does for the theater, but for the Arizona sports diaspora. And to my surprise. She agreed to do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Kidman's premiere on the Arizona Sports Diaspora. We come to this place to share our betrayal, to wallow, to rank disappointments, to swear we'll never invest in our fandoms again. Because we need that. Somehow, we keep coming back for more. Somehow, we think... This will be our year. Somehow, getting kicked in the nuts by sports feels good in a place like this. Welcome to the Arizona Sports. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Is, uh, that is an expensive cameo or <laughs> a good impression by my sister. I played that for Becky and she laughed and she said, that is the best produced thing you guys have ever done on the podcast. <laughs> no and I way. said, yeah, well, I didn't do it. At least Clearly she doesn't remember Terrible Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you uh, to Elise, uh, former listener of the year, for that. Um, yeah, why do you think it is? Listening. Why do you think it is that we just want to talk? We just want to wallow, and we don't. Want to, I, I've noticed. I think like, it's more fun. It's. I mean, it's obviously fun to celebrate, but yeah, I think it's it, more fun and entertaining to complain. I, to be I, fair, we did, we didn't have to meet today. You. We yeah we really don't have to do any of this. I was just thinking you know we'll be like uh, we'll be talking about like something good happening and all three of us will you know be like yeah that was great that was awesome well and, and we'll but, do that for like a minute. I think that's the beauty of just being an Arizona sports fan too. Is this is that 
the good moments are so sparse and far from one another that we can all relate to the moment. Like if you, if we bring up a good moment, we all will remember it. Are you saying like we're like so many? So so it doesn't happen so often that we confuse one moment with another moment. We know exactly what we're talking about. Are you saying we're like the Inuit that have like a you know million words for snow, but we have a million words for disappointment and very few for success? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, and it's not really even success. It's just that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. That's what we say. All right, we've been gone for way too long, so uh, trying to catch up on everything we missed seems futile. So instead, what I did is I wrote down 14 things that we missed. Uh, is it 14? Might be 15. Oh my God, it's 16. 16 things we missed, and we're going to do a draft, um, and we'll see who comes up with the like, you know, best uh, collection of stories. We'll vote at the end. Who's got the best collection of stories that they picked? If you were going to like click on a website, and these four stories were the first ones to come up, who wins? Okay, so here's your, what you get to choose from. Who wants? Does it? Do you want to like uh, flip for it, or you know, um, uh. Do you want to rock, paper, scissors for who goes first? It'll be it'll be snake order. What about hot potato? Hot potato? All right, you, you grab something and I'll pretend to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're still no. holding it, idiot. Well, you know, when Becky listens to this pod, she'll think this is the best producing. Best yeah. <laughs> right. Ty, you go first. Jeremy, you go second. I'll go third and fourth, and we'll go that way, back and forth like that, okay? Four rounds. Okay. Here's what we got. The Suns' fourth quarter woes, their terrible futility in the in the fourth quarter. The Cats win the Alamo Bowl. They finish 11th in the nation last season, and they're already in the way-too-early top 10 uh, preseason, according to ESPN. Uh, Kylan Boswell... Um, Becomes a passing savant with that crazy half-court pass. Caleb Love is player of the year candidacy. The Cats lose twice in one week. One in maybe the most entertaining game of the year, the double overtime loss to FAU. And then get buried in threes in Palo Alto. Um, Fafita becomes freshman of the year uh, and is on the top 10 Heisman odds for next year. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, Jed Fish leaves for Washington. Uh, and Nansen leaving for Texas, it looks like. Got a schadenfreude corner in here. Uh, ASU's former QB wins the Heisman in the same week that their <laughs> basketball team is defeated by the oldest trick in the book when the inbounder bounces it off of his defender who isn't looking, grabs the ball, and scores. Aaron Gordon, former Wildcat, gets attacked by a dog, which 100% sounds like a, like a story from uh, you know another century. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he was a he was a he was a talent, but he was attacked by a wasn't dog. Wasn't it? Wasn't it his dog too, or was it just some someone else's dog? I don't think he would have put the peanut butter on his face, Jeremy. <laughs> um, Rubio and Dragic both retire, and then we could we could rank rank them among uh, Suns point guards. Uh, Otani goes to the Dodgers because, of course. Dreamon gets suspended after smacking Nurkic and even inspires a Lego version. Arizona basketball reaches number one in the country for the first time since 2014. And they are part of uh, the week six 
top 12 that has produced the champion for the last two decades. Uh, the Cats get revenge on Wisconsin. Uh, new Arizona coach is Brett Brennan, and Grayson Allen might be the key to the Phoenix Suns with his two nine three-point games. It's Grayson's Allen, Grayson Allen's team. That's your what you got to choose from. You're trying to make the best front page of your website slash newspaper. Tyler, you get the first pick. What are you going with? Um, I'll take the Alamo Bowl. I, I can't hear you, buddy. I'll take the Alamo Bowl. All right. Tell us about the Alamo Bowl. Is this where oh. we say, that was cool. That was great. <laughs> and I just wanted to try to say something positive on here so you stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yelling. I was observing. You were yelling. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely right, number Tyler, one. Tell us, what did you think of the Alamo Bowl? Oh, I liked when we were winning and then we were losing, but then we were winning again. <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of um, the Super Bowl, the Cardinals Super Bowl against the Steelers, except for with a better ending. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of team macking. Oh my god, it's incredible. Got to watch that with Jeremy, made it even better. We were up so stinking late. Um at uh in the go ahead touch. I really wanted to go to bed like <laughs> like at halftime. I was really concerned going to bed. The um yeah, cuz it wasn't looking so great. But uh I was so excited. Uh the Cats go ahead touchdown that I it was trying to be quiet because everyone was sleeping in the house, but Jeremy and I, so I leaped up off the couch and I just started beating Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make any like verbal noise, but I definitely was smacking him. And uh, Becky came running into the living room and was like, did, did you hear that? I think one of the kids fell. And I was no. like, no, I was like, the no, cat that's, just, that's just Ethan elbow dropping my groin is all. <laughs> God, I wish that was one of the candidates. <laughs> What's that, Ty? I wish you wish that was one of the stories. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. A great comeback. That team all season long would not quit on any game. The defense played so well. Um, you know, way more better than we could have expected against a really good, even even a depleted, but still very good uh, Oklahoma offense. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was I great. That was great. That's that's worthy of buying uh, memorabilia from said That's right. That's right. And then I made the very wise decision to purchase the Alamo Bowl commemorative ball because it may have been the peak <laughs> of Arizona football. <laughs> it very well may have been the best. It's going to be it's going to be a highlight for for years to come. Yeah, I don't think that, we get. Is it the greatest moment? It's the height. Have you checked on that ball? Did it transfer to your neighbor's house? <laughs> no, it's not transferred yet. I, I have it. I was holding it after the jet. It's still, news. it's just, still holding air, right? It's not like completely deflated or anything. It didn't no. self-destruct. No, I just, I've been carrying it around the house after the jetfish news. It was like my security blanket. <laughs> All right, Ty. Anything else on that? Amazing nope. game. Nope. All the stars shined, defense made plays, big interception to seal it. It was great. All right, Jeremy, 
beat that sparkling commentary from Tyler. All right. Well, if we're going if we're going for headlines, for I'm want I want to contrast the great news of winning the Alamo Bowl with something we all pretty much expected and called after winning the Alamo Bowl, and that's Jed leaving. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the surprise was him going to Washington. At least for me, I was it was a big surprise. But like that just that just gives us more more to think about like okay we have we we lose jed who else are we going to be losing um in the transfer portal uh and like who's jed taking with them like are we still keeping fafita are we still keeping uh t-mac like what's going on and it's gonna it's so it sucks because you know ending with the alma bowl win you'd think we'd We'd at least have Jed for at least our first year in in the new conference. Especially the new with league. a great team coming back. Yeah, yeah, such a good team, a top ten team. Uh, but and I'm surprised too. Like Washington has ha- had a great year, but are they are they that much more of a of a destination for recruiting than Arizona? Seattle's a pretty decent, you know, big city. I, mean, I guess you could argue that, but um, and the Big Ten, Big Ten and SEC are probably your 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 two best leagues. There's a lot um, more money, so I could see that as well. And he lived in Seattle, so that makes sense. But I, I, I sort of more reacting to the, I can't believe I fell for this guy's disingenuous. Yeah, 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 exactly. That that was huge. Um, and I love like after uh, it was announced. Like all the hate and vitriol on on social media on um, like all of the, the Arizona uh, fan sports um, pages, just about how how we hate Jed now. And I mean that's kind of true. We kind of hate him. <laughs> it's it's rough. It, he definitely felt like a climber, and I, and yeah. I guess I never anticipated. And know, it happened so quickly too. So like fast. yeah. It's such a rapid descent, uh, ascent, and then he just ditched us. I never, I never thought we'd be abandoned so quickly, even yeah. after such a great season. So yeah, that would be my number two, just to, just to contrast with you know winning the Alamo Bowl. I, he must have been. I mean, we know he was a good recruiter. He he. I have even more respect for him as a recruiter and then lament losing him even more because of how much I was pulled in and bought and bought it. The whole, I want to build something here and you know, the it's personal stuff and you know, the relationships with all the players in the city and stuff like that. All the things he was saying when people were like, Hey, are you going to go for any of these jobs? And he was like, no, like Like, maybe you need that kind of a sociopathic, (laughs) Yeah, like in order to be a good recruiter. When he first got to Arizona and did the his personal stuff and recruited, you know, walk-ons, like basically, like, uh, I thought it was all like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed very gimmicky, but he knew exactly what he was doing yeah. to the point where he knew he was going to exit Arizona very soon. Like he probably he planned that. Ever since, ever since Arizona started doing well, and yes, so yeah, maybe had a list, a short list of the places he would go if they were available. 
Ty, what do you think about all this? Uh, I'm really going to miss the Gronk helicopter football. <laughs> yeah, the guy was a showman. The guy knew how to, like, grab headlines. I guess I'm not as mad at him as I'm just sad that it's over so fast. Yeah, I do look forward to us playing Washington. Like, that's going to be fun. I don't know <laughs> when that'll we're be. Never, we're never going to. Yeah. 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 All right, that was a good pick, and thank you. That's that's well argued. I got the next two. I'm gonna go since Arizona basketball is come is about to turn on right now. I'm gonna go with Arizona reaching number one for one of mine, and I'm gonna go with the revenge over Wisconsin for the other one. Um, I really enjoyed that Wisconsin game. <laughs> It was extremely fun to watch us just absolutely demolish a team. Uh, You know, if that game was about exercising demons, the cats gave those uh, demons a swirly in a toilet filled with holy water. It was it was a complete and utter beatdown. And not only that, Wisconsin's good now. Like, I thought they were good before we played them, but they have been maybe one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Um, they got some legit players on that team. Um, so it's even better win because it was just such an absolute dismantling. That was, you could tell the team circled that game on their calendar. Like they were fully prepared to just stomp. They on were Wisconsin. saying after the game, we know how much this means to the community and stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're a different team at home, you know, losing to two bad Pac-12 teams on the road and blowing teams out by 50 at home. Uh, we're 20-point favorites in this game against uh, USC. Um, so that's a little concerning uh, that we, you know, that we can, we're so home-centric. But we did, as I said, reach the number one in the country for the first time since 2014, the seventh time in program history. Six of those times, we made the Elite Eight. Um also, the Cats are part of the top 12 in week six. I mentioned that. That's produced the winner in the last two decades. Do you guys put any stock into that stat that for 20 years it's come from the top 12 of week six? Does it, or does that just feel like a Booker stat to you all? Seems like a Booker stat. Yeah. yeah seems cool. I think yeah, we're just cool. a little, I think better that, than being right that's a little top heavy. It's it's cool, but it's very who do you, who do you hate more, Sean Miller or Jed Fish? <laughs> I don't hate either of them. Um, fish Fish feels a little fresher. Fish, <laughs> well, if it's not, um, it's really sick. Fish is it's still it's so quick. It happens so. Hey, Boswell quick. made a three. Like yeah, Miller Miller it was more. We had more longer time with him and it seems more drawn drawn out and but, we were immediately yeah. good again after he left if, if brett brennan can turn it around as fast as tommy can turn it or you know or can keep it going that that would that would certainly help yeah well i i do think there is something to that stat just because you know if you know who the 12 best teams are at a certain point that gives it makes sense that the champion would come from that group because of tournament play and all that. Uh, it gives you a good pool to draw from kind of a thing. And, you know, it's enough non-conference play where you can say, okay, those teams are real good. Even with all these losses, we're still second or first, depending on which to win it. In the odds? 
Yeah. Really? And I haven't looked at bracketology. Are we still, are we trending as like a one or two? I don't know. I don't know either, but, That's but insane. Vegas odds were, we're top. We're, top we're uh, all, you said we've been one for the last month. I think we slipped to two this week. That's crazy. Yeah. You it's, slow, <laughs> it's actually Purdue is favored. Purdue's the favorite. Yeah. Mm. Well, they can't win. We've watched a tournament before. That's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> whooped our ass. Yeah. Well, they didn't whoop our ass. It was a pretty good game. Down like 17. To, then uh, it made it really close. Anyway, that's, that's like blowout territory, according to Tyler's statistics. Oh, no, the system. Ten. I forgot. We lost by 8 or 10. We, that game was never close. We made Wait. one run, and then they put us away. That's true. That's true. All right, Jeremy, you're up. Um, keeping with uh, college basketball and just college in general, I'm uh, I'm going to contrast Arizona number one with Schadenfreude Corner and the news about ASU's former quarterback winning the Heisman the same week that they lost in basketball to uh, inbounding uh, trick play. Because that is just hilarious. It is very hilarious. No, I do not know what Sean Frauda is. It would be funnier if they weren't playing so well right now. Um, they're like at the top of the conference, I, which surprising because their non-conference was not impressive. Um, I don't. I have not watched them. I don't know how they're doing it. Um, but yes, that was a funny week. Ty, have you watched them at all? How are they winning? Um, they've started playing better. Oh wow! Have a, you are you are card. on fire with your insight in this episode. <laughs> They're definitely card. scoring more points than their opponents <laughs> their opponent at the end of the game. Uh, he has a funny name. <laughs> I mean, they're not good. They 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 do this every year. They're good at conference play at the very beginning. They gonna make the tournament. Uh, they might sneak into that spot. I mean, they're the same team every year. They they might get the 68th team. The, God, what's uh, that guy's name? Does the fact that we just did Schadenfreude Corner about them losing a quarterback that wins the Heisman guarantee that Fafita leaves and goes and wins the Heisman for someone else? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Absolutely. If he doesn't win the Heisman, he's going to leave for a school and then wins a national championship. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> One of the two. Get two options. He seemed pretty happy, you know, sitting in the cart with the new coach and the coach's wife and everything. And they, you know, they singled him out for, you know, hey, we want you here. We want you. He's to learning from stuff. Jed. He's learning. He's learning the tricks of the trade. They, they're, you know, Fafita and T Mac on their podcast are saying they're staying. So, <sighs> I hope so. I hope so. It's a weird, weird time to be a sports fan. I am on a they're, panel. They're hundred uh, percent not staying. I. I just a heads up. <laughs> You've been saying it. You've been saying it over and over again. No chance. A million dollars. Because T Mac got offered a million dollars. There's just more money other places. Now they have yeah. no reason to stay. Tyler, to putting it together. out there. Wow. Are, are we going to have that as a clip like uh, t- like Aaron's? Uh, oh, oh, no, no, no. I think Tyler's absolutely right. <laughs> you guys are such a downer every time. Nine people transfer in 30 minutes. Yes, today. When you're when your on fire coach leaves and is the reason for your program success, and there's no penalty for transferring because your coach leaves, 
you are he going to the read. reason for the success yeah. was Fafita playing and being like, what if I just threw it to T-Mac every time? That is the reason for the success. Caleb Love for three. Yeah, and then Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to get drafted third. <laughs> no, we're not going to get him? No, or fourth. I'm just saying okay. it, it, there's money. You don't doesn't. You're gonna have to break up with your boyfriend at some point. I appreciate you preparing me. I appreciate yeah. that. I'm gonna go get my football. <laughs> uh, Frankie Collins, that was the ASU guy. That guy's good. All right, Tyler, you got two. Pick us a couple of stories. Uh, Dragon Bender. He came back from a knee. Oh wait, that one wasn't on here. Um. <laughs> Uh, yours is this? Uh, Caleb Love. Oh, you're um, guy. Yeah, that's. I gotta show him some respect. I, I was, I was mean to him at the beginning, but he's awesome. He's, he's really good. He's why we're a top tier. He's, he's a tournament guy. He, that yeah. guy's awesome. He's exactly what you need to win a tournament. Not scared to shoot a three late in the clock. Not scared to put the team on his shoulders. I texted uh, the rally during the starter, loss. Rally killer. Yeah. Uh, during the most recent loss, hey, Caleb's is going to try and put us on his shoulders. And he really did, you know, as as close as we could get to winning that game. It was very impressive. Would you rather have Caleb Love or Zach Eady? A love. I know, right? Like, yeah, no question. A, that's what you need. Yeah. He's very good. Good one. Um, yeah. You're, you're not even going to give him a, um, I apologize, I wasn't familiar with your work? Yes. That, <laughs> definitely that. I'll take Brent Brennan. Yeah, I was going to get that one. All right, what do you think? We've bet on San Jose State a decent number of times over the years. And I remember it being a pretty enjoyable experience. What do you think? Uh, I, I, it's all about recruiting. It doesn't really matter how well you coach. <laughs> <laughs> Say it's a 10% coaching, 90% recruiting. Yeah. T-Mac uh, really helped it Jed helps. out in a lot, of, a lot of coaching situations. Yeah. Throw it to the tall guy that can catch anything is a, the best play you can draw up. But yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna be the best recruiter, but hopefully he can get a, some assistance. What Glenn was and saying, he's money. got ties to the Bay Area um, and to somewhere else from his coaching tree. I can't remember where the other place he said. Um, Hawaii. Hawaii. That was what Glenn had said. That's right. All uh, I know is, um, if something happens, I'll know about it, and I feel safe. Because I have Glenn. Great. <laughs> he gave us quite the research done uh, this week, and, I, and it and it um, it made me feel better. I, I thought it was a good hire at, at the end. And and again, we've bet on them a few times as like a value play. Would they win? They won something like their last six at the end of the season, or maybe they just covered their last six at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been watching all our live press conferences just because I haven't seen Glenn in a while and I want to catch a picture of I know he's there somewhere. He's there asking questions <laughs> with a little uh, piece a of little paper microphone. in his uh, fedora that says press ASD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I think he could pull that look off, by the way. Absolutely. All right, Jeremy, it's back to you. Um, still sticking with college, still going, still sticking with basketball, just because I'm picking this just because when it happened, you saw it. Everyone saw it. The whole country saw it. It was the Kylan Boswell passing Savant. Hey, did that, that make it? Did that make it as a top ten Sports Center? It was. They 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 made it like its own thing of how wonderful that passes. Wow. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. I would, and plus, uh, like the balls to do it. Like not not only did yeah. he do it, he just it was just like a reflex for him. He didn't even second guess himself or like. You know, hesitate. He just did it. Oh, there's someone open. I'm just gonna like roll it down there for him. It was amazing. That was crazy good. Best pass I've seen since double teamed. All right. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Yeah, I. I. <laughs> I don't think I could make that pass. I don't think if you let me do that in the in the gym for hours, I could make that pass. And that's yeah. That's something you don't. You don't practice either. That's just like if you're feeling it, you're just feeling it, you know? I've done that, I've done that a few times where you go to throw a baseball pass and it slips out of your hand and kind of just like <laughs> dribbles down the court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Not one exactly ever picked it up and laid it in. Um, I was saying when we were watching the game, that reminded me of a, uh, a great, you know, a great soccer player, you know, can do that. Trent Alexander Arnold for Liverpool can do that where they'll he'll he'll just say, Okay, I'm gonna kick this, you know, thirty-five yards and put it right on that guy's boot, you know, like and I'm gonna curl it in like that. And he can do that all the time. I've never seen a basketball player <laughs> do that. Yeah. That's crazy. Like you Boswell waste he he didn't necessarily waste it, but he used his wish to make that pass. He could have wished for a billion dollars, yeah. but instead he wished to make that pass. You might uh, be on something, Jeremy, because uh, he used all of his talent in that one because in the <laughs> loss, he didn't score, he didn't assist, he didn't do anything uh, in, a, in our most recent loss um, to Washington State. Um, yeah, okay, that's a good one. Uh, then I get two here to finish out my paper. I'm going to pick the Suns' fourth quarter woes. Um, just these stats I, are terrifying. They I did be... not. I, the reason why I didn't pick that one because that's just one that's going to be ongoing. <laughs> well, until the I end was going to say maybe it's not something we have to worry, worry about because they had a fourth quarter comeback last night. Uh, I think everybody who lived um, east of the Mason-Dixon line went to sleep. Not no, wait, <laughs> that no, east of the Mississippi. Can't be east of the Mason-Dixon. It doesn't make sense. Uh, east of the Mississippi went to sleep at halftime um, because it looked like the same old, same old. And then I wake up and Tyler's texting that we won, <laughs> won that game. Yeah. And I was like, how? And then they started the Sports Center highlight last night. Eric Gordon. Uh, and I, there was four minutes left and we were down 15. And I was like... I saw, Man. yeah. I, I was just... I was dozing off, and then I, I was looking at, I was keeping track of the game, and then I just saw the score, and then I saw the final. I was like, How, what happened? <laughs> Booker didn't score in the fourth. Cool. Ty, tell us what happened last night. 
I turned it off. We watched a movie, and then I got the text message that said that we won. So then I read about it on Twitter. <laughs> I read about it in the Athletic today, and they said that the um, that Vogel went to small ball lineup and put Durant at center, and that confused Sacramento, who started turning it over and missing. And then Grayson Allen kept making threes, and then Durant and hit Eric two Gordon. threes, and Eric Gordon hit one in the corner. Two threes. Um. And uh, then Durant got fouled and and hit it for the winner. Um, and then the quotes all from the Suns were like, I don't know what the hell just happened out there. <laughs> because what had been happening is uh, they are the worst fourth quarter team in the history of the league. Um, 28th in defenses of rebounding percentage in the fourth quarter. The worst three-point shooting team in the fourth quarter. Both in attempts and percentage. The slowest team in the fourth quarter. Um, and the uh, highest rate of turnovers in the fourth quarter. So dead last in assist to turnover ratio. Just putrid. If the Suns simply maintained the lead in the seven games they lost, they would be above... Um, they, w- they would... Uh, oh, excuse me. In, in the games they lost in the fourth quarter, they would have the second best record in the West and the third best record in the league. It's which it, What is especially concerning is the reason you have... Durant, Booker, and Beal is so that they can take over in the fourth quarter and close out the game. I, the amount that we relied on Chris Paul to close out games for us, remember we would talk about that, is a little concerning. Maybe they'll figure it out. Hopefully they'll figure it out. But this is this speaks to coaching and not knowing everybody's role and how it's going to work in late game situations. Um, they keep saying, you know, we'll figure it out. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Are they going to figure this out? They they have to. We cannot keep playing like this. And in order to win, have Grayson Allen have set another career record for threes in a game, or I mean, have a career are wide open threes. Right? That that's true. But it, it's also we have three star players. Like have them, you know dispense their energy not all at the same time you know because <laughs> they right. seem they seem to all just be burnt out and need a spell in the fourth yeah, quarter no one knows what to do in the fourth quarter that I think, seems to be tyler's thought is they're old and they get tired yeah well i think the problem is that if you watch the game last night sacramento's offense everyone everybody the whole game Oops. is moving and passing and open they play basketball have fun. They play <laughs> the problem is we start the game with our fourth quarter offense. That's our yeah. offense. It, it's yeah. an ISO, get your guys shots, run down the clock, very few passes. By yeah. the fourth quarter, we've done it so many times that the other team has adjusted and yeah. knows what's going to happen. And the guys are tired and old. And there's no really on the bench that can spark anything. I, Tyler, that is really well put. That's exactly what it yeah. feels like. The way, yeah, that that's when I always think about like if you were to to show like someone who is unfamiliar with basketball an example of how basketball is played, you yesterday's game you would show them the Sacramento Kings and how they yeah, played, not yeah. not how the Suns played at all. So much it was more beautiful. Fun to watch. That being said, we have guys that can make an insane amount of shots and then you're like oh okay we have, we have, <laughs> our guys are so good we don't really need to be organized to win and that's what we've been doing 
But if for, it just, for the season so far. The Warriors had the same amount of talent and they, they played beautifully because they played the game right. Yeah. I I we have three of the best shot makers in the league at making difficult shots, but it's weird that they never take an easy shot. I know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind kind of but not really. It's like um when the dream team first went got together and they practiced, they didn't exactly know who wanted to score. Everyone kept like overplaying, overpassing, and not really knowing what to do. And that's kind of what we're doing. No one really knows what to do. Everyone everyone will score, but it's all like the fourth quarter offense, as Tyler said. We're all just playing ISO ball, yeah. backyard ball. We're not actually playing collectively. We're very low energy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have anyone that we have too many non-energy guys on the floor yeah. at the same time. Which sucks because with our lineup, like our team, we should be so marketable to the NBA. And that's what they yeah. thought. That's why we have so many nationally televised games. But it's we're just so hard to watch. <laughs> we are. And it's every time they put in someone with energy, we start to play a little bit better because somebody is I don't know. It's frustrating to watch. Yeah. But My, it's also fun to watch them dominate I look forward to certain it. matchups. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, it should be fun. My final one, I'm going to go with Rubio and Dragic both retiring. Give me your top five. Do, the, do the, either of these two break into the top five best point guards that Phoenix has ever had? Clearly Nash is one. Top five? What is who is the top five point guards the Phoenix Suns have ever it's had? It's Nash, Kid, KJ. KJ, Chris Paul. Would Marbury be in there? He was pretty good when he was there. He was pretty good, right? And like we made the playoffs with him at point. Hmm. Trevor Ruffin. <laughs> I'd rather have like Barbosa over those guys. Well, you'd have rather have Barbosa over Dragic or Rubio? Yeah, Rubio was here for like a week and he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, uh, I, I, I like, I, I really Rubio have... on the bubble team? Was he? Uh, I don't think that he was... played. I think he was hurt. Or he didn't play. Yeah, I don't recall him playing in the bubble team. Our point guy was like... I do love Dragic, though. Maybe yeah, I love Dragic too. I think he's the bubble. Like he, he's on the bubble of being top five. He may be like seven, six or seven. Like if Marbury counts, he would be there. Yeah, Rubio That's... for sure. No, Dragic's closer. Is Eric Bledsoe, Brandon Knight oh, gonna make Eric your top Bledsoe. five? Was that the guys? The bubble guys? No, I'm asking. <laughs> Bledsoe. Tyler Ulis. Hmm. Yeah, well, I, I would put Dragic ahead of Rubio for sure. Um, Ricky Rubio was on the bubble team. Okay, I do like Rubio. He's he's one of those what if scenarios. Like he he's good. He just we could have used him when we needed more depth. And if he was healthy, we could I would have been happy getting him back. Um, but. 
I do, I do like them both, but I like Elliot, Dragic Elliot more. Perry. These guys are ahead of Elliot Perry. Yeah. Miguel Knight. <laughs> Frank Johnson. <laughs> Frank Johnson. Yeah. All right. So top. So you're saying Marbury is the fifth. Yeah. Ty, you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, he has to be. He was an all-star for us. I think I would have taken Dragic before. Dragic right before we got Bledsoe was very fun. Dragic when he when he had that huge fourth quarter and killed the Spurs will oh, yeah. always that's be. An that's an all-timer. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, remember that's right there. before we got the three-point guards with Isaiah Thomas, and it was just Dragic and Booker. There was like something there that was kind of working. Yeah, they didn't have any front court players. But. That that was um, like Dragic. He, it was weird to when watching Dragic because he was a good point guard, but he also had tendencies of like just every now and then taking control of the game. It didn't happen often, but like he had like that that confidence to to take over the game and that's why he he was great like i was bummed when we didn't re-sign him and instead did did we lose him to free agency to miami was that how we or did we trade trade. him yeah but i was really i was disappointed in losing him because i really liked him yeah yeah that, that was a weird time okay yep that's mine let's go back to jeremy for his last one What's left? Uh, the ones that are not color. Oh, okay. Um, I will say just because it's a rule every time I go visit you in Atlanta, we have to watch the Cats lose at something, and it was yeah. the FAU game. Because, okay, because that was a very good loss. It's a great game. That was a great game. Like FAU played such a good game. They made every shot. That one kid kept scoring so many points against us. He his Johnny, but spelled funny. Yeah. Uh, and we we played well too. Like it's just Caleb Love again. Yeah, yeah Caleb Love. He, it was a good loss. Like I wasn't I wasn't bummed out at all about losing that game. Like they yeah. played better than us because they played absolutely great. <laughs> yeah. And if that's what it takes to beat us, I, I'm more than satisfied. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Double overtime. Yeah. That was an awesome one. Ty, did you watch it? No, I didn't. It was like in the middle of the day, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I was playing golf. That was a very good game. I know. I was bummed. All right, Ty, I think. John L. Davis. Yeah. You got the last one. He he's amazing. <laughs> that guy's gonna play in the NBA. Um, I tell you, you got the last one. Wait, don't I get two? There's four Do left. I? Do you? Uh, no, you got three already. This is your last one. Wait, what? But there's three four left. left. Yeah, or four, four, there's four left. I'm confused. The ones but that are not in color. There are more than we need. We don't have two because you, you, there was, you guys snake. You guys yeah, are at you, the end. You, you mishighlighted me, man. There's two on the next page too, man. 
You're, you're fucking with us. There's 16 of them. Four, three. Oh. How many do we get? Four. Oh. This is not a proper snake, then. Yeah. Because I never went back to back. It, the snake. You're no, in you're the always middle. in the middle. That's so true. you guys are done? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a good snake. I didn't know you guys were done. One, two, three. Let <laughs> me say three oranges. Uh, he's got two next to each other. Oh, okay. God damn. Look, look at the numbers. Well, I'm definitely not taking Grayson Allen. You're getting Draymond. Right, right, you can go off the board if you want. All four positive. I'll take Fita, freshman of the year. Yeah. yeah. Now you got me sad about this. It is cool <laughs> that he was freshman of the year, but apparently he's going to play for, I don't know, who do you think, Ty? Remember when you just talked about how you bought into, what's his name? Fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You think I'm buying into Fafita in the same way? Texas. Buying his bull? Who's he going to play for, Ty? Uh, that quarterback came back from Texas. Uh, yeah. Uh, and plus, Manny's there, too. Oh, he's there. Washington? <laughs> Who did they yeah. get? <laughs> Didn't they get a transfer? Like a like a name? Yeah. Right before... um. Right before DeBoer left, they had I thought they had got somebody that was like, Oh, that's a cool transfer to to Oregon. Maybe I'm thinking or to Washington. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong transfer. There are there are quite a few. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Huskies uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Will he stay in division? What do you got to say about Fafita time? Uh he's good. I like him. Love what he did. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know him. Maybe they won't uh, want him to transfer because he's short. Do you think that's a possibility? <laughs> we'll get to keep him. That's why I want him to transfer. Maybe get a tall guy. Brent Brennan have a son. <laughs> that's our only. All right. Hope. Who did the best? Tyler, you have. The Four Cats positive. win the Alamo Bowl. Fafita's freshman of the year. Kayla Love's going to be player of the year. And Brett Brennan's our new coach. That's pretty solid. That's a happy, happy newspaper. Uh, Jeremy's got Kylan Boswell's pass. The Cats lose twice in one week. Jed <laughs> goes to Washington. And ASU. <laughs> ASU shot in Freud. Uh, Man, mine's like an obituary part of the newspaper. <laughs> Because you have the opposite the ones. Cats. I've got Rubio and Dragic retiring. <laughs> the Cats are number one. The Cats be, get revenge on Wisconsin. And the Suns stink in the fourth quarter. Kind of feel like Tyler got this one. Yeah, baby. Tyler's the winner. You get extra time to expound on your thoughts. I know that's what you want. So go ahead and regale us yeah. with your insights on the Arizona sports world. I just, I'm just mad. I should have got one more pick. <laughs> you couldn't even find one you wanted. <laughs> hey, I did. I do have. You already a, won. <laughs> I do have an eye hoop um, that I've that been saving. Gordon attacked by a this eye hoop's been on here for a month. Do you guys want to do this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You know As it. you know, when we talk about Arizona basketball, we have a lot of international players. Each week, I tell you a fact about one of their homelands. Places you have to choose from, Serbia, Sweden, Mali, Estonia, Lithuania, England, and Spain. 
Here's the description of the place. In the site of the last giant meteorite impact to occur in a densely populated region, the landscape that the collision left in its aftermath has been the subject of many mythological tales and may have been home to a mysterious ancient cult. Wow. About 7,500 years ago, a huge rock from space came hurtling toward Earth. Several kilometers above the Earth's surface, the meteorite broke into pieces from the pressure and heat of the atmosphere. The resulting chunks collided into the place with the force of a small nuclear bomb wrecking ha wreaking havoc on the landscape and possibly claiming numerous victims. Surrounding the crater are the remains of an immense stone wall from the late Bronze Age, stronger than any similar structures in the regions and providing clues to the crater's use by ancient peoples. Archaeologists believe it is possible that the wall served as a stronghold for an ancient cult, as evidenced by the unusual large amount of animal bones found within the wall's borders. The crater lake was not only a watering place, but also a place of sacrifice. While it is known that the native peoples have made living offerings in the past, one curious aspect of the site's animal remains is that some date back only to the 1600s. <laughs> some even believe that the ancient offerings still remain undiscovered at the bottom of the six-meter-deep lake. However, deposits of oak trees in the water have prevented scientists from probing further. Where is this mysterious cult crater? As as devastating as this crater is, uh, the bottom of a fucking lake at this point. <laughs> Jesus, what the hell are we doing? We get oil from like seven thousand people. <laughs> I I like how in the description it six meters. It says that it it's <laughs> it says that it, it possibly claimed numerous victims. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yeah, like no one could have been home. In a lake. You come home and your house is a smoldering crater. It happens. Uh, this is which one of our players is from Asgard? <laughs> Unbelievable. They don't want to know what's down there, dude. That's a better excuse. Oak tree deposits? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Roots? Is yeah, that a root? You can't go searching. <laughs> I mean, what the... This, this, this whole... The oaks. This I'm segment could be an entire podcast, even where you just read something, like some mysterious fact, some devastating fact, and Tyler just reacts. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Uh, it seems very Swedish. Uh, Tyler says Swedish, I think, but it's very quiet. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Sweden. Uh, I'll say Serbia. The cult crater is in uh, Henry Visar's uh, country of Estonia. Estonia. There you go. Where Encino Man is from. Is that right? Makes sense. He's from Estonia. That's funny. All right. Time for last call, guys. What do you got? I got one. All right. It's not even food. I bought one of these little hand warmers, the like digital ones. Man, I love that thing. I take that thing everywhere. Put it in my pocket. You just recharge it. It's like those little hot it? pouches. What do you mean? Do you have a nearby? I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, I, I told you I take it everywhere. 
Keeping your pocket. It's like <laughs> it's got like two palms. I yeah. I go play softball at night. I put it in my pocket. Oh man. I I my hands get cold when I'm at my computer. I just rested on it. Oh, things great. Let Let's remind everyone that Tyler does live in Arizona. One one week a year he gets to use it. I can imagine if it was cold, but you get to recharge it because those little hot pouches, you know, that like yeah. when we were kids, yeah, they last like two hours. But this thing's awesome. That's this. a good idea. It is freezing in my office. I had to. Um, the, heat, the heat doesn't work in my office. Um, it works in the hallway, so I have to keep my door open. Get a heating pad and put it on your chair. Yeah, I was, or or these maybe. It's like twenty uh, bucks. It's, it's but sweet. I, I love it. if I want to like listen to a show while I'm working, I don't want my door to be open. And I was watching slash listening to Veep, which is extremely vulgar, um, <laughs> and off color. And so I, I'm just sitting in my office laughing and freezing my ass off. And then I have to do like pacing back and forth in the hallway in order to warm up. Nice. Jeremy, what's your last call? Uh, can't you like? Call maintenance and be like, hey, why is my... We have called maintenance six times. They were at my office today. They said, all right, we're going to open all the doors. (laughs) And I said, will you do that already? He's like, yeah, I just want to test something. And then they never came back. (laughs) Uh... What's uh what what's your last call? Would a would a would a big TV in your office warm you up? (laughs) Or a big computer monitor? Might. Um, I was reading the paper over the break and there was a story about incredible, Japanese incredible names start. and how, um, the way that Japanese names are constructed there, people are taking like non-traditional ways of naming their kids. That's creating a lot of confusion. So in Japan, most traditional names have characters known as, known as kanji, whose meanings represent what parents hope their child will grow up to become. So for instance, Hikari a girl's name is written with a character meaning light. Each character parents can choose from about 3,000 under law, and they have pronunciations associated with each of the characters, and those sounds come together to make up the name. But the tradition, but parents are not using the, those names in the way that they're supposed to be doing, so it's creating like their kids get their names mispronounced constantly because the character looks a particular way. Anyway. So I read that and I thought, I'm going to find out what Yuta Watanabe, what his character means. And his character means gentle. And that makes so much fucking sense. Because that guy is not tough at all. (laughs) So good job, the Watanabe parents. You (laughs) fucked him up for his basketball career. 3,000 to choose from. What's that, Ty? They had 3,000 to choose from. Yeah, three. Th- you couldn't pick uh, uh NBA champion character. <laughs> the kanji symbol is just like the Larry, the trophy. Yeah, <laughs> it's Larry O'Brien. The yeah, Larry O'Brien trophy. You can only use the Jeremy Lin symbol on a dragon year. <laughs> that's, I don't think he's that's, Japanese. That's the wrong one. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, got anything? Um. Yeah, Utah means gentle. That's what I meant. <laughs> no, well, I mean that's that's a funny coincidence. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. It's. What kind of ice cream were you eating? Uh, Hagen Dazs rum raisin. Ooh, 
never had that one. You've never had rum raisin? No, it's really good. It's hard it. to find. It's always sold out because Asians like me would buy all the uh, all he's, the. He's never had rum raisin because he's not seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that flavor. <laughs> it's good. You wash that down with a Werther's original, you're all set. <laughs> hey, it's over there. You cannot. Hey, everyone listening would never, in their right mind, deny a Werther's original if they were offered some. Oops. I, I mean, obviously, I agree. If you'd like to connect with us, please email at ArizonaSportDiaspora at gmail.com. Tweet AZ Sport Di- at AZ Sport Diaspora. Visit our Facebook or Instagram pages. If there are any sponsors listening, we'd be happy to hawk your wares. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Why don't you? Say goodnight, gentlemen. This is especially good washing it down with some nice Ovaltine. <laughs> This audio and the closing is now two head coaches ago. <laughs> three head coaches ago. You see that thing going, Sam? That was cool. So are we going back to the dark ages? Uh, Arizona football? <laughs>